Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello everyone, welcome to Red Men News. It is Monday. Um, I am Paul Machen. I'm joined by Ross Chandley. I, the M was when I considered doing my, what is it? What day is it, Joker? Which is why I brought that back with the vengeance right there. Um, Ross, how are, you? how are you doing on this fine day? All right, yeah. Still coping, still getting through life, still uh, clutching at straws for these stories. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some interesting stuff. And by interesting, I mean, there's some funny stuff. There is some... Uh, I want to say insightful stuff, but there's definitely uh, there's enough here, I think, to give you all 10 to 15 minutes of, of, of entertainment before we all triple back to figuring out how we're going to fill the rest of our days. Um, but before we do, uh, let you know this podcast is uh, podcast. Gosh, um, this show is brought in association with Beer 52. They've got an amazing offer. Where you can get a free case of craft beers, uh, you get eight of them, and because of the Red Men, you also get two free beers as well so that's 10 in total beer 52 are the world's most popular craft beer discovery club go to beer52.com forward slash redmen to claim your first case free and you get things like this for example um that is the gun brewery and milk stout and glen Africa brewery i can't believe it's not teller and you know people say i've brought this up a couple of times um i i I don't want to drink. I want to keep this forever. I need to get more of this so I can drink it, but also keep it at the same time. Because if I drink it, it's gone. And that's a problem. Um, but it's not a problem. If you go to Beer 52, you can get beer delivered to your door. There's nothing wrong with that at this particular time and juncture in life and the world. Uh, so yeah, go to beer52.com uh, for slash Redmen to claim your first case free. And of course, you get those extra beers as well. Anyway, Ross, let's kick things off. Um, there's more kit leaks. Are they leaks? These uh, or are these are these um, uh, interpretations of, of people's kits well, and ideas, whatever? I think it's a bit of both. Someone's seen something so on the internet and redesigned it. I said this very strongly on Friday. I don't care about kits because <laughs> um, they just don't interest me. But I do appreciate the hard work that goes on behind them uh, and what what people do. So you know, I can't make things like that on, on, on Photoshop. So well done to the people that can. And it doesn't interest a lot of people. People are, are bang into it, but. Like I, I prefer my retro kits, and I don't buy them to wear them because, as I mentioned last week, like I've lost my care of wearing football kit. And I'm 30 years of age, Paul. It just, just doesn't happen anymore. So, you know, why? Should I mean, it? if you were to walk around in shinies and socks, you would absolutely. Uh, be it's up. just a shirt. If you're if you're above 25, you wear a football shirt. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> Except for you, Paul. That's all right. That's what I said. Careful, steady. Um, I'm I'm wearing a baseball top today, so it's fine. Um, anyway, anyway, from Ross Fashion Advice, um, for the man sat in his Primark t-shirt. Is that a? Are you growing a goatee? Yeah. Okay. Awkward. You know. 
I sacrificed my fashion so I can put shoes on my daughter's feet, Paul. So you've got a problem with that? Wait, what? Is that why you're growing the goatee? Or is it because she's not coming around to see you so she won't shout at you for having that thing on your face? What? Fine. Anyway, uh, David Lynch, uh, Lynch standard at Lynch standard, as I said, Liverpool have uh, suspended the upcoming season ticket renewal process. We will continue to monitor the situation and a new period of renewal will be put in place once there's confirmation of the start of the 2020-21 season. The club also confirms it will refund supporters the relevant portion of their season ticket cost if the remaining home games of 1920 must be played behind closed doors. Interesting stuff. This I think we, we mentioned this on a new show the other week. This stuff been coming um, this is the long process is one once again it's another thing that Liverpool having to factor in you know we, we talk about the, the 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 financial pressures around the, the lockdown and all that kind of stuff but you know we had Liverpool you turn on the furlough and stuff which was, as once again was morally there was the correct thing to do but we're going to see this now aren't we Ross in the next few weeks more and more of these details of how Liverpool are going to be struggling and being hit in the pocket financially are going to start to come out yeah, and just like the other stuff of, of match day revenue or TV rights, you know, it's money that they've accounted for that they've they've seen coming in. So having to suspend that or you know refund the people that've already paid for them, I don't think they have a choice in it as well. And you know, equally on the other side, if you're a Liverpool fan, you know, you paid for a, a product, you paid for a service, which which isn't coming. So you know, quite rightly, they want their money back. And I think you mentioned in you know a chat we had before we started recording, you know, people are watching the pockets of what's going on. People aren't you know entirely sure of their own futures. So. You know, if you can save money, you can get money back on something, and then why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go and do that? Mm, yeah, absolutely. And it's, I mean, look, it, 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 it's the right move. Once again, it's absolutely the right moral move for Liverpool to do. And this is the most. What this is the one for me that is the that makes the most sense, particularly season ticket holders. Season tickets cost an absolute fortune. Very difficult to get that together on a year by year basis for most of pe- most people. Um, and ultimately, you know, if the games start getting played behind closed doors. You're effectively paying for something that you're not that you're not gaining access to, and I think there's going to be loads of examples that up and down the country we're seeing this with like theatres and concerts and all that kind of stuff. And there'll be loads of examples I think of people not getting the money, um, not getting the money back because you know, like say, let's use small theatre companies for example. Will they, you know, will they prey on the fact that people won't chase them down for it, or whatever? Liverpool given the current climate and given what happened with the furlough and stuff. Not, not that this ever would have been in their mindset, by the way, but they've had absolutely no choice but to but to sort that out. And it is the right thing to do. And obviously we'll see what happens with that. But I, this all is starting to lead towards, I think we're only a couple of weeks away from, you know, the pressure is going to start to mount on players and the players' salaries that, they, that they're earning. Because they're the, the biggest, the biggest outgoing that any football club has. Ross is the is the players. This is a, this is all a drop in the ocean by comparison to that. Yeah, well, it's hundreds of thousands of pounds or millions probably each week with some local players that are on now. Um, you know, something at the club and even ones people with contracts that are running out. You know, that's kind of still up, all, all up in the air. But you know, it's right saying well we need them for the rest of the season. But equally, some clubs will be thinking, well, these contract runs out there. Say Adam Warren, for example, what are you saving yourself there? Like a hundred thousand pound a week. Yeah. Something which you know those those furloughed staff that will cover them over over and over again. So you know Liverpool, probably even academy players that are looking to sign on stuff like that. You know what, everything's going to come to a halt until things get back up and running again. Yeah, absolutely. Let's any thoughts on all these topics, by the way, in the comment section underneath uh, or alongside of the live stream on YouTube, and we'll get to some of them toward the end of the show. Uh, anyway, Gold.com has been speaking to Liverpool's kit man. Yeah. 
yeah, that's how everyone's not much everyone's struggling for content, and even worse, we're talking about it. Um, so Ross, uh, the England international Trent Alexander Arnold has kept the number 66 shirt he wore when he broke into the first team as a sign of modesty, says a club insider, the kit man. Um, Trent continues to wear the unusual number 66 because he is too laid back to ask for it to be changed according to the club's main kit man. Like all the other young players you come through, he was given a higher kit number as part of the huge Liverpool squad, while those in the first team pitches take the numbers closest to the traditional 1-11. to 21 years now established, uh, he continues to wear 66. And um, kit management coordinator, Lee Radcliffe, that is fantastic. That is one of the most fantastic job titles, made-up job titles I've ever heard in my life. Liverpool's kit management coordinator, um, Lee Radcliffe put down to his personal modesty. When we get any young lads that come down from the academy, we always deliberately try to give them a highish number. We don't like to give them a low number in case they sort of think they've made it straight away, if you know what I mean. You pick it out because it's a free number and it's around that. The sort of number you think will give that out because he's only just come down. When you see him now lifting trophies and celebrating with 66 on his back, it's weird. I can't really describe it. It's weird to see such a high number for someone to be happy with it. I actually wonder, I don't know if it says it later in the article, um, but whether that was literally just someone went, yeah, or whether he was given a, a bank of crap numbers and that was the one that he that he went with. But it is yeah, cool. Like. I, I've seen it before. I might have been on that documentary actually where they say, yeah, I'll pick a number when they, when they sign someone and it's, you know, there's a load free. But it sounds like Trent wasn't bothered. And it, 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 at first, I thought it was a bit of a non-story, kind of clutching at straws, but I think it also symbolises the the humbleness of the, of the guy. And we say this so much about Liverpool players, but we, we always do it when we're talking about transfers coming in. So look at the background, look at what they've been, look at what they're in in that sense. But also for Trent to kind of say, well, basically you can't be asked changing his number. But I thought also think that's that's helped towards the progression of Liverpool and coming to the first team because it's all right having it all in in skills and quality. But they've actually probably assessed him, and not just on this, but other things are going. Actually, he's not that bothered about his number. You know, mm-hmm. compare it to other people that haven't made it at Liverpool. You know, naming no names in, in, in Bobby Duncan and their attitude towards their progression. And you know, demanding things and you know whatever. But he's, he, you know, he's bought his time. He's just kept his head down. And, you know, in the scheme of things, our number is nothing. But you know, it's, for some players, it's it's important to them and it, and it means a lot. Whereas Trump's just gone. Well, I'm not arsed. I just want to play football. I'll, I'll get into the first team and I'll think about it later. It winds me up no end. If I'm going to be perfectly honest, like you I mean, just take the number, just get the number two shirt and have it, lad. It's fine. Unless he thinks he's going to end up in like a bail situation where he was playing like basically centre forward for spares with three on his back. Um, well, but. Martin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting, Radcliffe goes on, he says, uh, generally what you get after a year, if they stay in and around the first team, is the request to see if they can move down a number. But obviously Trent's got quite attached to it. He's never asked once. After his first season, when you realised how good he was going to be, we always used to say, ah, it won't be long now before we get that changed. Uh, we always used to keep his training kit and match shirt until the last minute in case we got the call. Trent wants his number low and it's just never happened and he's obviously happy with it. Now because it's actually been kept by Trent, it's actually become quite an iconic number. Uh, yeah, it's very it's very it's very Jamie Carragher. Um I think in that, you know, he he took the number twenty three shirt, didn't he? And by all means, and which makes sense at the time, but you know, him being a young lad coming through, I think Fowler had had it before him. Um and he just he, he was what he was that kind of character. He wasn't that arsed and he, and he stuck with it and, you know in 23 he's actually become an iconic number for Liverpool because of that maybe he's a bit of superstition as well because ultimately he'll, he'll change his number and his form will dip and someone somewhere will make up some correlation between the shirt and the number on his back and his form yeah 
Should have stopped the sixty six. So absolutely. Let us know actually if you're watching then what if you if you had to trade if you were able to change Trent's number and if I you know seasoned football manager veterans squad numbers really are massive to me on that game and they always have been I'm I'm really weird about it. Um, If you play it and you change him like I always used to fix. Like John Arnarisa being number six used to do me head in. I'd always change him to three and give number six to like whatever it would have been, like Didier Man or or whoever would have been DM Alonso Mascarado, something like that around that time. Let us know in the comments. Um, right, we're going to move on to one of the greatest pieces of transfer fiction bollocks that we've seen in weeks. Uh, this is from HITC. Dot com, which does sound a little bit like a, a mobile phone manufacturing yeah. website. Yeah. I mean, um, they claim about this is this is the headline. Encouraging claim made about reported Klopp target Fabinho thinks would improve Liverpool. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wowzers. Um, Jürgen Klopp's Liverpool are reportedly interested in Paris Saint-Germain forward Kylian Mbappe. No shit. Um, according to El Desmarque, Liverpool are interested in signing Mbappe from PSG in the summer transfer window. Um, it goes on to say... Um, <laughs> the reports in the Spanish publications claim the Merced outfit have made an offer for the 21-year-old who cost PSG £166 million. Um, Liverpool midfielder Fabinho spoke highly of the youngster to Sport Bible in January 2020, saying he would improve the Reds and any other team in the world. Um, so, however, a claim made by a French politician about Mbappe amid the economic uncertainty due to the global health crisis will be encouraging for Liverpool. Oh, oh I love it. Daniel Cohn-Bent, yeah, Bandit, sorry, um, politician, it, it, it fits too nicely, um, a politician who was 
a, who was a long-standing member of the European Parliament, believes that the French forward's value is now very low due to the current crisis. He told West France, as translated by Goal.com, this crisis will clean up the irrationality of professional sport. It's like there was a nuclear attack and it had to be rebuilt, but on other grounds. Tomorrow, Mbappe will cost at most... 35 to 40 million euros, which in brackets they've got here is between 26.12 million and 34.82 million for accuracy, and no longer 200 million, which is 174.12 million pounds. And who can buy him? Good price. Yeah, absolutely. And Tom made a point if Tom doesn't like Mbappe, wanted us to say that at that price he would take Kylian Mbappe. Would you take Kylian Mbappe at a price between 26.12 million and 34.82 million? Let us know in the comments. Um, Ross, horseshit. Horseshit, horseshit, horseshit. Um, yeah. What's I a can... horseshit? Well, I don't know where you start with it, to be honest. Like PSG, you've got to let him go. Actually, yeah, economically, he's worth 30 ish million pounds so yeah West Ham Newcastle all those clubs are going to be jumping in for a bit you know you, you come and join in and like you know when, when football starts back up again or the transfer window opens you know he's still an iconic player still one of the best in the world so you know <laughs> his value's not going to drop 100 million pounds and stay that you know it's going to be you know supply and demand or even he wants to move it's just yeah it's it's nonsense and I look at the the there will be a conversation to be had about the values in football. I think, I think the whoever the hell that was who spoke in it, it originally, Mister Mister Bendit. Um, there will be a reckoning, I think, in in over the next eighteen months and how this impacts football moving forward. And I think you might see, you know, it was the Neymar, well, name there was the Neymar transfer that basically changed the face of football and, and transfer values and what have you, and the knock-on effect that that's had. But so we might see a decrease, and we might see that you know being being reset, and you know football clubs all of a sudden scrambling around for value. It's not going to be PSG. You don't need the money, do they? PSG, uh, it's you know the, the the nation of Qatar are probably not going to be as stung as hard by this as like Liverpool, for example. I mean, there was a, that 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 list came out this week at weekend, and it was the top ten richest owners in the Premier League, and like Newcastle's owners are now top, aren't they? Or new owners are top, and Liverpool aren't in the top ten. You know, it's more you know it's more likely this will this will work the other way rather than I can't see Kylian Mbappe's value dropping from 200 million to 25 million in any in any way shape or form no i mean his, his value might be at that currently at the, at the present day but you know nothing's selling at the moment because there's no football nothing nothing nothing's actually going on so people yeah. can't, can't do it the transfer window's not open so fine but as soon as it kicks off again it's going to go shoot through back through the roof and like you said psg don't need to sell psg don't need to make any money because ultimately they're funded by a country so mm. um couple of brief things to get through there. The Empire of the Copper reporting based on um, on an article from James Pearce about being Liverpool and it was what Sterling claims he actually said when Rodgers accused him of saying steady in being Liverpool. Um, we're actually going to do we're going to do a series around the being Liverpool stuff. Um, that's coming up in the next couple of weeks so stay tuned on that. I, I, it's a, a fascinating fascinating programme. It's, it's generally awful but I haven't watched it since it was new and then since I made the parody of it after that. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see this. But anyway, um, 
Uh, in the show, Rogers accuses Sterling of sarcastically saying steady during a drill, but we never got to hear what the teenager claimed he'd actually said because Rogers shot him down. Ryan McLaughlin, a former Academy left back who was present, has explained to James Pierce what went down. Raheem was already a big name and everyone knew he was destined. I'm not doing the Northern Irish accent, by the way, I apologise um, for great things. Brendan thought Raheem answered him back and didn't want to be seen as a pushover. I don't think he needed to do that to get our respect as he had it already. It maybe gave some people the wrong impression about Raheem because he's such a nice fella. So down to earth. Raheem was adamant he had said he stepped on my toe after feeling like he should have had a free kick. But Rogers heard him saying it's a steady. If you got the better of a senior player in those sessions, they would look to put you in your place. Raheem used to get kicked a lot because he was so quick. It was only when training stopped that day that he realised there was an issue. Um, fascinating. Anyway, um, yeah, check out that article from James Pierce. But anyway, um, I'm going to try and speak to James actually this week because I think the um, Real Liverpool stuff is interesting as I say I want to build up to doing that again but yeah we'll 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 do more on that as and when um Ross do you want to do you want to talk us through the Timo Werner stuff no not really but I, but I can <laughs> uh, Liverpool are famous to the land Werner uh, Timo Werner has been heavily linked with the move to Liverpool in recent months uh, as you are aware because we mentioned it pretty much every day um so he said there's one of the best managers in the world with Jürgen Klopp. He is also German. Um, he said earlier this year, many things that I suggest may be fit uh, very well with my playing style. But according to Build, uh, they've given Liverpool a 65% chance of signing the 24-year-old. Uh, and that's that's basically where that's come from. So, so 65% is, is, yeah. So Build put a poll out. So presumably this is a, is this just a poll, like a, like a Twitter poll? Yeah. And... Uh, this is amazing. This is where we're at. I want to see this. I'm just following the link back on that. Yeah, they, they just basically put a poll out and people have basically voted. Bill, so, Bill also gave Munich a 15% likelihood, Real Madrid a 10%, and Chelsea just 5%. Oh, my God. Um, look, Timo Werner seems the most likely transfer to happen to Liverpool. Um, and what they've done there is created content by putting a poll out and asking people to vote who they think is the most likely destination, and then that's fed all this. This is great. This is great stuff, Ross. Let me make a note of that because I think we might have to do it on the website as well. Let's do it. Let's do a poll. Let's do a poll on what we think people's most people think Werner's most likely destination is. That'll fill a bit of time, won't it? I feel my afternoon that. Yeah, great. What a fucking load of fucking horseshit. What a fucking load of horseshit. Anyway, let's get to some of your comments um, on the kit stuff. T. Subi says both goalkeeper kits look boss. Uh, Josh Owen really liked that yellow goalie shit. Yeah, it's mad because there was the. Um, did you do the Empire of the Cop video about the leaked New Balance shirts last week? Nope. So there was a, there was apparently two leaked Liverpool New Balance prototypes, and one of them was yeah, it was a yellow away kit, and it got me thinking. I've seen loads of people doing them. Like I like yellow away kits in theory, but in practice, no. But like goalkeeper kits, do what you want, go mad, give us yellow, give us all the mad Liverpool colours under the sun, and your goalkeeper kits. I'm I'm here all day for that. Um, on the ticket refund, the money issues, <laughs> Liverpool YNWA says. Liverpool financially fine, no problem. Uh, Robert Schrader, start of night deal will cushion Liverpool cash dip buddies. I don't, I'm not sure that's true. If I'm, better, you know, may, maybe a little bit like, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's it is it is a it is a it is a woody, isn't it? Um, on the Trent number sixty six stuff, Liam Lawrence says keep it up, it'll be remembered for a lifetime. Ben Sweeney, Trent should 100 percent keep the number sixty six for the rest of his career. Uh, why change it? Uh, Dave LFC chat, hello Dave, good friend of ours. Um, <coughs> 
hope he keeps it as the mural will have to be changed. Yeah, the Anfield Rat Boys will be shitting themselves if Trent changes his number going up there with the spray paint and, uh, and covering it up. Um, yeah, I mean, we said it kind of before, didn't we, Ross? But it annoys me because I think it's a stupid number. Um, but you can there's an opportunity there for him to be <clears throat> the most famous number 66 in the history of football. Can you name any others? No, exactly. That's the point. Yeah. Exactly yeah. the point. I think, I, that, think that, I think just, you know, if he wants to market himself, you know, we've seen the, the CR7 stuff, I'm not saying it's been exactly the same as that, but, you know, we all recognise that number as a bit iconic already. And he's only two, well, three, four seasons of his Liverpool career. So in 10 years' time, if he keeps it the same, and maybe maybe he's grown towards it, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it ultimately doesn't make a difference. You know, he's, as soon as he puts the shirt on, he's probably not thinking about it when he's on the football pitch anyway. So, you know, what yeah. difference does it make to him? I think he does, though. I mean, we've seen him, you know, he's got his, his sneaky little Red Bull deal where he's sneaking his Red Bull cans into oh, things sorry, left, right and centre. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so I think he does I do think he does give a shit about some of this stuff, but it, there's an opportunity there. If you can own it and make it yours, then, you know, it does feed into that. Um, I asked people for your suggestions on what his numbers should be trained to. Banana Drama says two. Kay Brennan says 10 out of 10. Um, Liverpool YNWA says 99 um, Robert Schrader 12 and Jay says Trent deserves 6 sorry Dejan this is the thing I wonder whether there's a little bit of this Ross where is he is he just insulating himself against a future position change because if you've got a random number that isn't associated with a position he can kind of go wherever, wherever he wants Was like I kind of said before with the bail stuff Bale was three at Spurs and then he realised he was basically an amazing left winger and he had that time of, of playing on, on the wing with the number three shirt on, which is, three is a crap number. If you want to be a left back, it's it's ideal. But no, I mean, I think Fabinho's got it for us, hasn't he? Which again, absolutely does my tits in. Um, but three is a crap number unless you're a left back. Yeah, so maybe he's on commission for it. You know, the guy with the longest name and two two numbers on there for every shirt that he sells, he's going to get a tenner off it. Two oh, names, two yeah. numbers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I think numbers thing doesn't really bother me, but it, you know, it clearly, um, clearly annoys you. Yeah, absolutely. Which is good enough reason to change anything. So it works on our channel anyway. Um, Mbappe stuff then. Liam Lawrence, just to wrap us up, if he, even if he was that cheap, um, you know, the £25 million pound mark, uh, there'd be a big bit in war from that price. And I think that's right. You know, it's all well and good in being £25 million, but his price would go back up to what it was anyway. Or there or thereabouts because everyone would want to everyone would want to be in for them. Um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for watching Redman News. We're gonna be here all this week as well. Uh, there's some amazing stuff coming up, so head to the redmentv.com. 